Blog Talk Radio. Tonight on the Talk to Q Radio Show, we are discussing organic foods and cosmetics. What's good for you and what's not? I'll have a guest on who can shed some light on the situation. We'll also discuss after the interview what to do when a friend of the opposite sex is best friends with your bae. Oh, man, it's going to be good tonight. T2Q is live. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Radio show tonight. My name is Quincy and this is my show. Now, before I get started, let me do a little show maintenance and explain how this show works for those who have never listened. This show is a platform for you, the callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers. All of you have the opportunity to voice, chat, or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, There are no experts, just opinions. Although I do have an expert tonight. I'll get to her in just a moment. Now, unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host ramble on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, sex, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, My style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics can be random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. Now, the call-in number to join the mix is 347-202-0215. If you decide to to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, hit 1 on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and that places you in the host queue. Please be sure to mute your phone if you're not speaking because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q 
to read and respond to all show tweets. Now, if you want to learn more about me, the show, or my show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live tonight, then you can find T2Q on iTunes or Stitcher Radio to pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 460 starts right after this word from The Crystal Show. Tomorrow night on The Crystal Show, please join us for Nindo Muke. She is the animator and director and editor of her new animated film, Yellow Fever. We will be discussing the question, is white prettier? Her film beams light on the very controversial idea of having your skin bleached to be prettier. Please join us on April the 9th, 2015 at 9 p.m. on The Crystal Show. Make sure you're listening live and voice your opinion. Get your browser on the it's i.e. Firefox, Chrome, Safari. Get on it. Get on The Crystal Show right now. Crystal Hickerson, and I would like to welcome you all to the Crystal Show. There's too many free meals out here, folks. Hey, look, let me pick something. I want the cheddar biscuits, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's going to be cool, it's going to be nice, we're going to talk, we're going to get real down and dirty. Hi, guys, my name's Bessie, you're on the Crystal Show. I didn't call for you to make fun of me. I, 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 I was not, not laughing at you, I'm laughing with you, and a little bit at you. People say, well, don't talk about religion and politics. I say, right. yes, talk about it. Talk about it, because what do you want to go to, a boring cocktail party? <laughs> I don't like her. I mean, how how old are we? What grade are we in? One man, American, crime, wave. Because the feds knew. Y'all might have to come back, and that's going to be a whole different show altogether. That's what I'm talking about. I, 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 I. Make some noise. All right. If you haven't heard The Crystal Show, as you can tell by all of those samples, it's a pretty interesting show. Be sure to check it out tomorrow here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's Thursday, April the 9th, 9 p.m. Eastern, The Crystal Show. Okay. I need to welcome on a guest. She's originally from Miami, but now makes her home in the Jackson, Mississippi area. She is an esthetician, I believe I pronounced that right, which basically means that she has a license for skin care and more. Please welcome Miss Arcadia Dario to the Talk to Q Radio Show. Thank Dario, you. How's it going? I'm doing good. How are you? I am outstanding. If I were doing Thank any better, I would have to take something for it. <laughs> and, okay, tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Uh, well, basically, you did say it right. I'm an esthetician, and all that means is that I practice skin care. Um, aesthetics can go medical. It can go um, your traditional day spa. Um, I've worked in both settings. Um, medical, you may have things like Botox, um, laser services, um, lots of resurfacing and things like that. And then you have your traditional day spas where you basically just get, um, you still get skincare, but it's more pampering, uh, non-invasive type um, services. So um, aesthetics can include anything from uh, skincare, uh, in addition to skincare, uh, cosmetics, uh, makeup application as well. Um, there's waxing, um, body waxing included in that as well, and um, threading and 
there's, there's just a, a lot of things you can specialize in under uh, the aesthetic field. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. I didn't realize all of that was included. Oh, okay. yeah. You just have people who decide to focus on maybe a few of those things. Some people do all, and then some people just, you know, go with maybe just one one area of it. Okay. All right. And, uh, well, let's go ahead and get started because tonight I, I want to <laughs> focus on organic, um, okay. the term organic. What's organic, what's not, what's good for us, what's not. And so I guess my first question is, if a product is listed as organic, then does that mean that it's 100% free of pesticides, artificial items, et cetera? Well, I'm glad you asked that question, and that is a subject that could take a life of its own. Uh, we could just do, like, your whole show um, talking about just that question. But what <laughs> I'll do is try to sum everything up to where it's just more understandable, Um Assuming that you have a person who wants to make that lifestyle change, because I think uh, when you when you make that decision to um, start making organic, uh, pesticide-free, and things of that nature, going the more natural route, that's a lifestyle change. So assuming you have a person that's wanting to do that, then they would have that very question that you just asked. Now, I'm not a nutritionist, but the two are related when it comes to cosmetics in- ingredients and mm-hmm. um, food they are related, and um, I have a little bit of knowledge on, on the food side of, of organic and, and pesticide-free. Um, they're related by way of they both are ways into the body, okay? When you ingest something, you ingest chemicals that um, that food may have been treated with, just like when you use your cosmetic ingredients, your skin absorbs at least 60 maybe even more, percent of those chemicals as well. So, you know, eating these products as well as using these cosmetics, which um, nowadays you you see lots of natural extracts and, you know, this came from this fruit and that fruit, you are putting that on your skin so it's a way into your body as well. Um, the issue with pesticides that came to be bigger when it was discovered that kids, their bodies were more vulnerable than adults to the pesticides. So that's when it really became a big issue. You had people starting to not give their kids um, certain foods, um, and it just led to people making better choices um, on what they wanted to feed their kids and and. and, mm-hmm. and you know, what they should or shouldn't feed their children. Um, Just to give a little bit of history, what makes a product organic? Now, organic doesn't mean pesticide-free. And I'm glad you uh, presented this question because that's a misconception. It doesn't mean pesticide-free or chemical-free. Now, there are laws in, in some of the states where organic Organic being the operative word, organic farmers, they're allowed to use uh, a variety of chemical sprays and powders on their crops. The only stipulation is for it to be organic. That means that the pesticides that they do use have to come from natural sources. They can't be synthetically manufactured. So they're not pesticide-free. It's just an organic pesticide. So um, they have to apply it using equipment that hasn't been used with the synthetic uh, pesticides for about three years. And then the land where they're growing their product, it can't have, it it can't be treated with uh, these synthetic materials as well. So that's something that we all need to know. Just because it says organic, that's just saying it's not treated with the synthetic pesticides. They're using natural pesticides. So that's the first thing. Now, with these synthetic chemicals, 
they're known to be carcinogens, and that just simply means cancer-causing, okay? Um, the synthetic chemicals, they were tested, and they showed that, you know, over half of them were cancer-causing uh, chemicals. Well, guess what? Somebody decided, hey, let's test these so-called organic chemicals, and they showed up the same. They were cancer-causing as well. So everybody was assuming that, okay, because the pesticides we're using are natural or organic, they're safe. That's not the case. That was not the case. So that's how this whole war over, you know, what's natural, what's pesticide-free, what's organic, that, that's how that came um, about. Now, of course, the less we use of this stuff, the better the environment is. But mm-hmm. when you have these farmers who started using this organic pesticide, guess what? It wasn't working well enough to protect their crops. So the natural reaction was to revert to the chemicals because it worked faster, it worked better, you know, the the, uh, pests were away, but then you have the risk of, you know, people's health. Now, um, it would take more use of the organic pesticides to do the same work that the synthetic ones did. So, you know, people that are about making money and they want to make it, you know, faster, you have all of that to to uh, factor in. So that just gives you a little bit of um, information over where that originated from, the whole organic, is this really organic or, or not issue. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's just farmers don't really say anything about it because if they tell you that, then you're not going to buy their product. Exactly. They tell you. You know, hey, yeah, I do use a pesticide. You know, it's organic. They're not going to get your money. So nobody's saying anything about it. And in businesses, they don't care whether it's synthetic or natural, as long as it sells. And, you know, so we've got to kind of be knowledgeable, do some homework on our own, um, and try and find out what exactly is in the ingredients that we are in the products that we're we're buying. Yeah, I mean, no one wants to hear that. Yes, yeah, just a little bit of poison on your apple. I don't think anyone right. wants to hear that. Exactly, well, exactly. Well, let me ask you this though. But let me uh, maybe I'm speaking too soon. Do you think that most uh-huh. people even care about how the food is grown, or are they more fo- more focused on how it tastes? Uh, I mean, do you think some people question. just don't want to know? I think that that's a good question. You do have those people who say, oh, you know what, there's no way around it, so what, uh, i got to go sometime. If this doesn't take me out, that's going to take me out. Um, but we do have a great number of people who are becoming uh, more health conscious. People are living longer. You know, I don't know if you notice, but people are starting to live longer because people are taking better care of themselves. So it is catching on. People are making um, informed decisions. It may not be happening, you know, as fast as we think it should, or it may not even be reaching every uh, race, you know, like we feel like it should. But I think when we educate and people understand and we break down what this means long term, then, you know, those decisions will be made with, um, you know, informed judgment. So, yeah. All right. Well, let me go to the phones. To the 248 area code I go. The outskirts of Detroit, Michigan. I'll welcome on Crystal. Crystal, how are you? Thank you. How are you? I am doing well. And did you have a question for Ms. Daria? Yes. Um... I see now that so many people who are um, putting out new products, they always say 
um, organic or eco-friendly or whatever. And I know for my daughter, if she sees organic, then she just buys it. And I'm like, you don't even know what that means. You know, you're just buying stuff. So do you see this? um, And then does it hinder the real organic um, foods and, and products? by everyone just slapping it on there and it's becoming mm-hmm. like this trend, trendy fad, like, yes, I have green on or something. Uh-huh. I mean, You're I absolutely see that right. so much. What is You're your opinion right. on that? Or, yeah. Well, that that is a great, great um, subject you, you bring up because the word organic has taken on like a new life. People use it, they swing it around, and they use it, you know, kind of like with their own definitions. But the USDA have four definitions for labels being able to use the word organic. And this is something that could help your daughter when she sees these tactics that these advertisers use to get her to buy, you know, she can make a better um, decision. Um, And these four definitions that they're able to use when talking about organic, um, the first one is when you see 100% organic, the only time a product can use that is when um, they have things like fruits and vegetables that are made from only 100% organic ingredients, nothing else. That's the only time they can legally put 100% organic. The second one is when you just see organic by itself, that's any product that is at least 95% organic, meaning that other 5%, we don't know where it comes from, but we know at least 95% of it is organic. Uh, The third one you may see made with organic ingredients, that's another hint that, hey, we've got like maybe three organic ingredients in this product, but the rest of it, Mm, you know, <laughs> and then the fourth one just says organic ingredients. That could be a product that has like a bunch of stuff in it, but again, only seventy percent of it is organic. So that's a way to kind of break down the the verbiage on these packagings and understand because the law requires them to tell us, but the average person doesn't understand how to break down the way that word organic is used. So. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's mo- usually more expensive, too. It, it, it is more expensive. Definitely more expensive. It is, and that's all the more reason we're pushing you to become knowledgeable and know what to look for because, hey, if you're going to slap a, a label on here and charge me for it, I want to know where it's coming from, what percentage is organic, what ingredients in it are organic, um, how much of that is in the product. It's your money. Yeah, so it's definitely something to question um, people about. Thank you. No, no problem. And Kim, right. just to add, just to add to that, if you don't mind, real quick, I just wanted to say, um, in addition to looking at a, a label and seeing the word of 100% organic, organic or whatnot, pesticide free. That's something you want to look at too, because just because. Um, a product says pesticide-free, again, that doesn't mean that they're using no pesticides. It could mean that they're not using synthetic pesticides. Um, There's no regulation yet on using that term. So some farmers get away with saying, oh, no pesticides. But, yeah, they're using these so-called organic pesticides. So that's something else to to look out for. Okay. Those sneaky little rascals. Yeah, it's, it's about making money, you know. <laughs> All right, thanks for the question, Crystal. And three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number. 
on the Talk to Q radio show, speaking with Miss Arcadia Dario. Uh, we're talking about organics. And so, so do they teach organic foods, teach about this in school, um, oh. like in public school? And if not, do you think they should? You know, I really do think they should because um, for lack of knowledge, you know, we, we only make decisions about what we know. And I feel like um, as we learn more as a people, we need to teach our children so that they can make, again, informed decisions. Now, my daughter, she goes to tutoring, and a part of um, their evening at tutoring, they talk about what they had for lunch and what they ate for breakfast. And I thought it was really awesome because when we're in the grocery store, she goes, oh, you know, at tutoring they ask us what do we have for lunch and this has this in it and that's not a healthy choice. So I am seeing schools starting to incorporate um, that into their their daily activities, and I think it's awesome because there used to be a time where you have snack machines with all kinds of stuff in there and drinks and, you know, nobody cared. But I think, like, as society becomes more aware, we're making that a part of just the everyday um, life for children. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I think I think they should. I think it needs to be done um, as much as possible. You know, we have these juvenile diabetes, and here in Mississippi, you know, our children are suffering with with you know all these health problems due to what they're eating. So yeah, and that's where I was going. To. That's where I was going next. I was going to say, and I know you kind of touched on it earlier, but what are the long term effects of non organic food consumption? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, when 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 I talked about um how the pesticides show to have a greater effect on children, that's what kind of woke everybody up. Yes, it affects all of us negatively, but since children are smaller, they're more vulnerable. Well, the long-term effects would be those chemicals that are in these um the, the chemicals that are in what we're consuming, they can cause things like developmental delays, brain damage, um, of course, cancer. We'll just think if you're using them over time, uh, some of that damage will be irreversible. And there was even a study done where children who were fed just the traditionally grown products or using these products that were, you know, just normally made, they um, had high levels of these pesticides and things in their system. But like um, a, a day or so of giving them organic food, the levels decrease significantly. So that's where, wow. you know, the whole, yeah, it's amazing. And so you have more people like, okay, I'm giving my kid, I don't know if you've seen like the baby food section, just all of a sudden everything is organic. Like, you know, they're they're so vulnerable. They don't have an immune system like we have. So you saw it there first, all of this organic, this, that, even the clothes, you know, the material um, became organic. So, yeah, that it can have um, long-term effects as far as the brain damage, developmental um, delays, and also being just a cancer-causing agent. Okay. So it's All something right. to think about. It's a it's a reason to want to, you know, make some changes. And I don't exactly. want to scare people. I don't want people to feel like, they probably okay, should i got to just throw Well, yeah, <laughs> but you don't want, you know, you can't just go and, most people just throw everything out of the refrigerator and, and start over right there. I tell people, go ahead and start making tiny changes, okay, because I'm not going to tell you well, if you use this skin cream and it's not organic, you're going to get cancer today. You know, you know, prolonged use, yes. So when somebody brings that issue to me, I let them know, try and phase out of it. Be looking for something else, Um 
you have to find something that works for you. You have to find something that, that is specific to your needs, and then you want that that healthy option as well. So go ahead and just start phasing into that. You don't have to, like, have anxiety about cleaning out everything today and, you know, not to make right. you panic or anything like that. Okay, okay. And mm-hmm. on Twitter, someone commented on the question about the um, why schools don't teach it or teach more about organic foods or whatever, and they said that budget cuts ain't got no time for organic food learning. <laughs> that comes from PJ Extra. And um, I agree with PJ because they cut out so much other stuff that we need. So it's like, yeah, wow. And SPKK13 says a lot of people are unaware of the negative effects of processed food ingredients and are living a lifestyle that is generational. It is. And, and again, like that preservatives they might be talking about, um, you know, especially with your canned foods. Oh, gosh. Well, to preserve that, to have a shelf life, they put so much stuff in it, you know. So opt for frozen vegetables. You know, um, yeah. try and make those healthy choices because, and a lot of people don't know that. They don't know that canned food is loaded with sodium and things they, like but that. You know what? They'll put anything in a can. I, I saw something yeah. where they had like a whole chicken in a can. I'm like, seriously? Isn't that awful? Isn't that awful? I'm eating I know. If you notice, all the healthy stuff is on the outside of the grocery store. All of the unhealthy stuff is within the aisles, the box items and the packaged goods and but if you go around the perimeter you have the deli, the bakery, you have mm-hmm. all the fresh the produce. So I always tell people try and make those changes if you want to change your you know, you're taking care of your skin, that's from an inside out perspective. Start changing um the way you eat, you know, and just make little baby steps at a at a time. Okay. Let me go to another caller in the six oh one area code. The bold new city of Jackson, and bring on my man Eminem. Eminem, what's happening? Hey, what up, Q? What a radio world. Eminem, do you have a question for Arcadia Dario, or, or do you want to uh, comment on this? Because well, I know you're kind of big into the environment and on the environment and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh, one one thing that that really gets me, uh, and I'm I'm sure it gets Arcadia too, is how uh, the government. And I'm just saying the government, you know, because mm-hmm. that's, that's the only ones I can really blame it on. You right. know, it's like they come out with all these studies and they pay people for all this research. And the department, you know, the USDA have these mm-hmm. findings and all that. And then they claim that they really want to, you know, help everybody. Mm-hmm. But the shit that you should be eating unless you grow it yourself, it's too uh, damn high for anybody to afford. You so know, well, I mean, yeah. well, poor people anyway. I mean, you know, yeah. working people. So it's just like, it's like, uh, now, originally I grew up in a small rural area, and my uh, grandparents still had farms carrying over from, mm-hmm. the, you know, from, from, from yesteryear or whatever. So I grew up technically eating organic, but the only thing was, you know, it was, you know, everything was fried and stuff like that, but the vegetables mm-hmm. were grown and all that stuff and a lot of people were living a long time without mm-hmm. a lot of health problems but uh but you know but as i got grown and you know moved to an urban area something like that he's like mm-hmm. if you want to eat the way you really want to eat financially 
you know, unless, unless you got food stamps or something, man, you can't hardly buy it. You know, it's like you, right. you want to buy it. So I guess the only options is I try to do some of the things that, uh, like you already had mentioned, really, uh, instead of can, frozen, or something like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, certain times of the month, even that get old. He's like, man, I know, yeah, yeah. Especially if it's freezing beans and, and all like that, that kind of stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of conflict theorists would, would agree with you because it's kind of like the people of society who, at a, who are at a financial disadvantage, it's like they're not afforded these opportunities at a healthy life simply because of their status, you know, their their social class or what they can afford. And so, you know, it's not fair. You know, it's like we're all humans. We should, Food should be affordable. Health care should be affordable. You know, um, so I, that's I, I got that, one more quick one, too. I got yeah. one more quick one because uh, I know y'all got to, you know, go to the rest of the topics or whatever. But right. I, I used to ask people all the time, He's like, you know, I'm like, I don't want everybody, my friends stuff, thinking I'm some kind of, you know, lunatic always talking about conspiracies and the government stuff. But I'm saying, like, I tell people, I grew up on a farm. Ain't no damn way an asparagus should cost more than, like, uh, some uh, vans or spam or something. Mm Because even though that's processed, that had to go through a machine. This stuff just grows. You can just grow and pick it. It's not a machine. It's nothing to process it. So how in the world... Would that cost almost four mm-hmm. times as much, you know, a I'm few strands of asparagus might be $3 uh-huh. and it's a, some beanie wieners or something might be 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. And a good point you make about that is when you grow it yourself, you go pick it out of your garden and it's not losing nutritional value in transport. You know, and then you have all these seeds. Right. You're paying these people who grow this stuff in other states. By the time it gets to us, it, it's dying. You know, it, it starts to die once you pull it out of the ground. So you're absolutely right. Growing it in your own garden is one of the only ways to, like, be almost certain, you know, to getting some, some good stuff. All right. And I appreciate that, Eminem. And um, he's right about that uh, as far as how certain things are inexpensive and certain things are more expensive. Mm-hmm. And, and Crystal kind of co-signed on that in the um, on mm-hmm. Twitter. She said they should make it more cost-effective to eat healthier foods by making them cheaper for those on budgets. And I mean, it doesn't make any sense sometimes. Just like it costs more for a bottle of water than it does for a Coke. Um, it takes it's water to make absolutely. Coke. <laughs> Why is the water more expensive no. than something right. that it takes to make it? So, right. I agree. Uh, I agree. I'm going to take a quick break and hear from one of my sponsors. Uh, You know, it's that time of the year again for taxes. April 15th is the date, I believe. Uh, TaxPro1000.com can help you uh, with your tax extension. They're a tax preparation company. So uh, take a minute to listen to TaxPro1000. Do you need to file a tax extension? We can help for free. Simply request a tax extension permission form at extensionrequest at taxpro1000.com. After filling it out, upload it to your free, safe online portal that we will set up for you. Our experienced staff of tax accountants will then send you confirmation that your federal and state's tax extensions are filed. It is just that easy. When you're ready to have your taxes prepared, you'll find TaxPro 1000 tax centers prices to be some of the best in the tax industry. 
In most cases, we can even deduct our low tax preparation fee from your refund. Our prices are 150 to 250 depending on the number of your tax forms. If questions or to speak with our friendly staff, please call us at 800-687-4187 free. Hi, I'm Veronica of TheBlissification.com, and you're listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. All right, we're back on the Talk to Q radio show. I'm on the air with Miss Arcadia Dario, um, an esthetician. Did I say that right again? I feel like I have to concentrate every time I try to say it. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're talking about organic foods, and we're getting ready to get into a discussion about organic cosmetics um, because it's not just food that people claim yeah. that, that's yeah. organic. And, I mean, so what's important for... I mean, why is it important for a cosmetic to be organic or not? I mean, what's the big deal well, with that? Because the skin is the largest organ of the body, and it's a it's a barrier to all of everything inside of us. It's another way for chemicals and harmful uh, things to get inside of us. Just like when you eat, that that's a way inside of your body. So. Um, when you're putting on lotions and creams and powders and things like that, it's important to be careful of what you're putting on your skin because it's going to absorb it. Now, your skin does what it can to filter, but some of it gets passed. And so you just want to do everything um, you, you can to make the right decision. And, again, just like with your food, you have these products where now they're saying, oh, it's organic, oh, it's organic. The same thing applies with your food. Find out, you know, okay, if this has, I don't know, pomegranate something or or, or not, well, is your pomegranate grown uh, without pesticides or, you know, do you use pesticides or is it is it a, a, um, with a seed or can't? You, you need to ask these questions or you need to at least read, flip that package over, read the label and get as much information um, as possible because, um, like I said earlier, there's about four different ways the word organic can be used. It doesn't mean it's 100% pure in, in every case. And it's important, um, you know, to take care of your skin. And, you know, cosmetics, uh, over the years, the FDA has banned a lot of things like talcum powder. Um, that was one of the things that had to be redone because, you know, it was, it, it was uh, cancer-causing and, um, you know, hmm. The, the list grows. It changes all the time. But, you know, cosmetics are required to list these things and, and label these packages. And when we find out and we learn, you know, what's causing this and what's causing that, you know, the FDA, they have to um, put these regulations and these cosmetic companies, they have to, to, to follow regulations. So, you know, that's important, too. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Let me go back to the phones really quick. I actually want to go back to Crystal. And mm-hmm. Crystal, first of all, Crystal, did you say on Twitter that the only thing you read is the price tag? <laughs> <laughs> Which all of us, you know, the other yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Crystal, let me ask you: As a woman, do you care if makeup is organic or not? Is that something you seek? out when you go shopping for makeup? No, usually when I go shopping for makeup, um, 
I look for brands that mm-hmm. um, I've used before, um, that has worked before, or I look for um, something maybe that's new that's coming out that mm-hmm. I have, um, you know, I feel I saw a commercial. So, yeah, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. look – and makeup is one of those um, uh, products that I purchase, and I really don't look at the price as much. Because mm-hmm. I know that if I want something good and, and quality, I'm going to have to spend, you know, a lot, mm-hmm. a few, you know, few more money than I would just right. regularly. Because I'm going to have right. it longer, and yeah, right. I'm putting it on my skin. So, but yeah, unfortunately, no, I don't look for the organic. I just look for, you know, a good brand. What's going to get the job done? And, and I totally agree because I do the same thing. But um, I do have some clients who have specific. Skin needs, and again, it's going to be for those who are looking to make that lifestyle change. If that doesn't affect you, then you know you're fine. You use whatever works for you. I just always say implement a great skincare regimen. You know that's the best thing you can do for yourself. If you're going to wear it, take it off at night. Cleanse your skin. Take care of your skin. But there are some people who everything irritates them. Like they can't have this certain ingredient. They can't have dyes, perfumes, um, and so they're the ones who this market of organic cosmetics is catered to because you have these women who still want the benefit, but they don't want the adverse reaction. And so they would be the ones who would need to, um, you know, get familiar with these products, flip that box over, look and see what these active ingredients are, what's the percentage of them that's actually in this product, what am I paying for, is it going to get the job done? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, um, I mean, of course, you know, I know nothing about Makeup or anything. Um, I, now I did read. I did read that a woman could absorb thirty pounds of ingredients contained in moisturizers over the course of sixty years, which is crazy when you think about it. That's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying. It's all about you know the preference and you wanting to make a lifestyle change. If you know that doesn't bother you, but if that's something you read and you find, hey, you know, I, I don't want to be absorbing this then that's why there are these alternatives out here. But you're going to have some people that argue, just like the farmers who use the organic pesticides, they're going to say, well, this organic stuff doesn't do the job. It doesn't work as well as my chemicals. So you're going to always have this conflict with those who want these results and the ones who want the health benefits. So it's kind of like an up-in-air type thing. It's, it's a life choice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's absolutely um, true. <laughs> okay, so are makeups required to are they required by law to list all of their ingredients, even the bad ones, or are they or is this something they can just volunteer to do? No, no, no. They have to list what is in them. Even if they have this, like, ingredient that they're saying, oh, this is what's in this product that's going to, you know, give you that wow factor, they have to list what is in there. They have to list the percentage of it that's in there. They have to, you know, and it will be stuff you don't even know. Like, you'll see numbers and things behind it. But they do it because they have to, not because they want you to know. It, it's to say, hey, we, we put it on there. You know, whether you know what it is, that's up to you. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's not right because the average person is not going to sit there and go down the list and try to figure out what all this stuff is. But what I will tell people is that when you go and you buy something, if you're buying it for this specific ingredient, like um, there's a new sunscreen out with Helioplex in it. Well, if Helioplex is the feature that they're going to 
give you for this product being better than all the rest of it, flip it over and see where it is on that ingredient list. The further down on the list it is, that gives you a general idea about how much of it is actually in that product. You want yeah. it to be higher on the list. Yeah. So, you know, you just just to give you an insight as to where your money's going, you know, is there even enough of this ingredient in here for me to see a difference or to benefit from it? Or are you just selling me the name? So, yeah, that's another tactic that, you know, and, and I like to inform people so that when they go, they can actually not look at the pretty package but be label readers because that's where the truth is. Okay. They have to list it. All cosmetics, whether it's hair, skin, nails, they have to list the ingredients. So, I mean, are there certain brands you would recommend to people, to listeners out there? I mean, um, you know, I mean, some people get their stuff from Mary Kay and Avon. I don't know mm -hmm. if, if any of that stuff is organic or if they offer an organic line of products. But, I mean, is there something you know, they should be looking for or maybe certain stores in which they should shop? Oh, well, when you say something they should be looking for, I hear um, good and bad about Mary Kay. I hear good and bad about MAC. I hear good and bad about it all. What you want to look for, number one, is on your cosmetic products, non-comedogenic, meaning non-pore clogging. You don't want anything to clog your pores. Um, everybody's different. You may have one person that wears this Mary Kay eyeshadow, and she's fine, and the next person, she may have an allergy to red dye number four, and her eyes just swell. So, again, a lot of it is trial and error and knowing yourself and knowing how your body works. Um but I use a variety of products. Um, my favorite is Prescriptives. I love Prescriptives. Um, it's totally online now. It's not in stores anymore. But if there's someone who's looking for a more earth-friendly or organic um, product, there's um, Physician's Formula. I like that a lot. Bare Minerals, that's an oldie. It's still good. Um, you have Pure and True. Those are that's a good brand, um, Juice Beauty, and even here locally in the Renaissance, Lassaton. That's a brand that's really Ooh. really good. Uh, it's called Lassaton. Okay. <laughs> it's um it's in the Renaissance now. They have a store, so um you can go in there. They have skincare, um, just full body care. I really like them now. It's on the pricier end, but it's good stuff. It's stuff that I've used, and and I know it does what it says. Um. For, like, people that have sensitive skin or, you know, skin issues, a simple, a simple product that um, works and is inexpensive is uh, Cetaphil. I like that, especially for people who struggle with acne. You don't have to spend all of this money trying to, you know, zap this, shrink that. No, just get you some good old Cetaphil um, I like that. I put a lot of my sensitive skin clients in Cetaphil, a lot of my acne. Um, I put them in the antibacterial um, wash. And, you know, just establishing a good routine skin care, that's going to be half of it and maintaining it. And you okay. can get that one, like, at Walgreens or CVS. It, everything doesn't have to be expensive. All right. I mean, so is there anything else you can uh, suggest to the people out here? Um, of things yeah. they can do to ensure that they're putting healthy food in their bodies and using the safest cosmetics? Yeah, um, with the food part, the again, not to scare anybody, but unless you know your grower locally, you know, there's really no way of knowing what he or she 
is using there's no way to know if they're using those organic pesticides or those synthetic ones um, unless it's like a farmer's market or something where you can locally talk to the grower and find out um, or like a gentleman that called earlier unless you're growing this stuff yourself you have your own garden there's no way to, to know unless you just do some digging and you know how honest these people are going to be with you that you know you can't say but um just becoming aware and asking questions as you know as much as you can to find out as much as you need to know about the product, making you know the the most informed decision that you can. That's the best advice um, I can give. You know when it comes about because you don't know where everything comes from. Everything comes from all over the place, and unless it's right there in your backyard, it's kind of hard to say. That's true, and um, I have a yeah. brother in, in Texas who um, grows his own garden every year, and it's nothing big, but, you know, it's enough mm-hmm. for him and his wife to get a few meals out of, and he's, you know, I'm pretty sure it's nothing like making a fresh salad out of your backyard. I know, isn't it, and getting uh, all the nutrients. Now, there are some, like, third-party um, entities, and what they do is these farmers that grow this stuff and they want to say pesticide-free, what they do is they test these uh, products to see the level. And if the level is undetectable, they allow them to place that label. Um, but that doesn't mean it's not in there, though. That's the right. thing we can't get around. And unfortunately, there's nothing in place yet to stop that. But at least, you know, we can say, hey, the level wasn't off the radar. You know, you want to do as minimal as possible. And so I appreciate those entities that at least do that much because there are some people out there who just cannot tolerate any of it. Uh, and, yeah. And I was going to say, and I, and I appreciate you. I know the, the conversation has gone over, but it's, it's really interesting. No, no, I so do kind of have one more question, but I want to get Eminem back in the mix on this. Eminem, um, Surely you have something to ask about maybe healthy foods and options in more urban areas. Yeah, um, but uh, I actually uh, wanted to ask something also about uh, what's more or less uh, a comment I had about the the skin. I remember Mm -hmm. about, I think it was about three years ago, uh, Michael Bazden, uh, when his show was still being syndicated here, had like somebody on and they was you know saying some things uh uh sort of you know in the same context as you were saying about the skin as being a living organism and all that and I never mm-hmm. thought about it then mm-hmm. because in um in the urban areas especially in the south a staple that we put on our skin <laughs> was like if if you ran out of lotion shit you know Vaseline and stuff um, yeah, and there was like the petroleum gel is like one of the worst things you can use because oh, that's it, what it is. Yeah. It is. And, uh, it's a byproduct of gasoline. Yeah. They were right. shiny. And it was like a you have you shine. Then it was a myth about when you used to see people with smooth skin. It was just an urban legend, so to speak, or a country legend more so. Uh, they must use Vaseline because their skin smooth, and a lot of people wanted to use it. And uh, mm-hmm. but after hearing that, I was just like, "Damn, I never thought about my skin being like a actual living, mm-hmm. you know, organ." I know it wasn't dead, but uh, you know, and yeah. uh, uh, I started using organic coconut oil because I love coconut. Oh like, yeah, that's a good like that. one. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, the only thing about it is, like you know. 
I'm not as consistent as I want to be because, you know, right. <laughs> that shit is high. <laughs> you know it what I'm is. Saying? But, oh, um, it yeah. is. <laughs> and then my, uh, then my brother, he had put me up on some uh, something he started using. He started using, like, uh, tea tree oil, soap, and that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. uh, the antiseptic was real good in it. For right. Tea tree does have its own antiseptic. And things like that, are they have their own preservatives. They don't have to put preservatives uh, in them because they preserve themselves. You're absolutely right. right. And uh, that so, petroleum, is, it's a byproduct of gasoline. It's a, it's a pore clogger. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I wanted to throw something out there that's going to be a exclusive. You'll you remember hearing it on this show, and, of course, you remember who, you know, who said it, but I think the, one of the ways in in, um, in the urban areas that, you know, we can get more organic foods as well as uh, uh, skin products in is mm-hmm. to collectively bring different organizations, community organizations, churches, frats, whatever, together mm-hmm. and start buying this shit in bulk. That's the only way we're mm-hmm. ever going to be able to afford it, you know, just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, if you Staying buy together. you know, 10,000 bars of certain things or, you know, uh, 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 bushels or pallets of mm-hmm. organic grown romaine lettuce that ain't sprayed down with all kind of stuff, you know, just... I yeah. think that's really going to be the only solution other than everybody hitting the lottery or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate I that, Eminem. We, we all can't win the lottery, right? <laughs> right. But as as far as more urban um, areas getting opportunities at the food, I mean, you know, a lot of the grocery stores in some of the more urban areas are, you know, they have the pick five of, you know, mm-hmm. the worst pieces of meat you can ever think about. Oh, well, no. Isn't you it know, awful? I, and, I, I mean, but it's dirt cheap, you know. You can go to the dollar store and buy meat now. I mean, yeah, so. I know. I, I remember, um, and I can't remember the actor's name um, from New Orleans who opened up some grocery stores in the, some of the neighborhoods in New Orleans, um, some of the predominantly black neighborhoods. But, I mean, is that what it's going to take? Someone's going to have to put some funds together and start opening healthy food option um, establishments in these neighborhoods. That's where, you know, and that, that goes back to that um, conflict theory. You know, a lot of people, it, it's not fair. And it's something that, you know, society is going to have to make a big enough noise about for it to be a social issue because until we make it a social issue, nobody's going to do anything about it. You know, functionalists, they feel like, you know, okay, everything will regulate itself. But on the conflict side of things, that's not fair. You mean to tell me because I don't have the upper hand in life, I'm not entitled to the good foods, the healthy foods? That's something that is like an ongoing argument. So until we as a people, just like we'll fuss about potholes and stuff, we need to make noise about our food. And as Mississippians, you know, food is a big thing. We love it. And like you said, some of us don't care about all this other stuff as long as it tastes good. But we need to continue to educate our people and let them know these long-term effects and how it, it hurts our bodies and make it an issue, make it a big enough issue for something to be done. Most definitely. And, yeah, we don't uh, want to feed our babies junk. We don't want to feed our babies the chemicals that the, the you know, people who can afford all this stuff, uh, we, you know, our kids deserve the same opportunity, you know. Yeah, and our kids deserve to ride on roads that don't have these huge craters in the I middle know. of them. <laughs> I'm so sick of these roads. 
Oh my goodness! You have yeah. to have a dome I, buggy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Arcadia, I could talk to you forever. It's been great having know, you on the show. I know. He's got to uh, have me back again. We can talk about more stuff. I would love to, and I'm going to hold you to that. But in yes. the meantime, where can people find you? How can they follow you? Um, You can follow me on Facebook. Um, I have a page, uh, Beautiful Gorgeous, Follow Me Fashions. Um, I like to just keep you informed on products. Um, If I try something, if I like it, I'm going to tell you all about it. If it's no good, I'm going to stay away from it and tell you why. So um, you just go to Facebook, uh, Follow Me Fashions, and just hit like. Okay. All right. I appreciate you coming on to the show. It's been a pleasure to have you on. Yes, sir. And uh, I will definitely be in touch so we can do it again. Yeah, because in the summertime, I want to talk about sun damage and African Americans. So you got to have me back on. Okay. Okay. We need to set something up for uh, maybe late May, early June. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you very much, Arcadia Dario, everyone. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. And came across her in um, one of the local free publications here. She wrote something for the Jackson Free Press uh, talking about organic items. I was very impressed. Reached out to her uh, because we were Facebook friends, and I, you know, and I happened to look, and I was like, oh, I recognize her. And I reached out to her. She said she was glad to do the show, and it's it's great to have someone who's passionate about what they do. You can tell she's full of energy. She knows what she's talking about. She has tons of information. And anytime you get an opportunity to have someone like that on the show, you absolutely pull the trigger on that interview. And um, I appreciate her taking the time to, to join and enlighten us. All right. 347-202-0215 is the number. On the Talk to Q Radio Show, we'll get into another topic. Let me get Eminem and Crystal back on. And, all right, this particular topic, I actually have to text someone about this because um, it's involving them. This is a real-life topic. Uh-oh. <laughs> and they needed to hear an unbiased opinion. So you all are going to be helping Two early 20-somethings who are having um, a relationship issue. <laughs> hey, I know what they need to do. So, yes, they need to listen to the pimp's perspectives. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cash it in. <laughs> so here's the scenario. Okay. I know of a young couple, and they've been together for, I guess, like a year or so now. And um, let's see, i got to come up with some names. Uh, Dick and James. There you go. That's too simple. That's too simple. Uh, we're gonna call him Sebastian. Oh God. And we're going to (laughs) we're gonna call her (laughs) Millicent. 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 How about Shaquanda and Lamont? Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So. Uh, Lamont has a friend um, who is a woman. Okay, uh, what, what what should we call her, Crystal? Sylvia. 
Sylvia. How can you go from Shaquana to Sylvia? Well, this is a different girl, so he's, you know. All right, all right, all right. Lamont has a friend named Sylvia. Okay. Now, Sylvia and Lamont have been friends for a minute. They've been through thick and thin together. They're tight. They're best buds. However, Shaquanda is uncomfortable with Sylvia's presence. Not so much when she's around, but when Shaquanda goes to work, Sylvia and Lamont are hanging out, you know, because they're friends. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Crystal, I'll start with you. You know, ladies first. If you're Shaquanda, Shaquanda, how do you handle this situation? Because you're uncomfortable with another woman being around. She seems to always be around, um, like a third wheel type of thing. But, you know, he's like, hey, this is my best friend or whatever. We've been together through thick and thin for a minute. So if you're Shaquanda, I mean, how do you handle this? Well... I'm usually Sylvia, but uh, I'm trying to go from the other side. <laughs> but, well, you know, it, it is what it is. But, I, you know, I would talk to him about it. I would want to, I would probably make her my friend, you know, um, and get to know her. And um, I would have to look upon her more like, his sister or something like that. Um, I know a lot of women tend to want to say, okay, get away from my man, and I don't care. It's You know, you've been friends and blah, blah, blah. But if someone is important in his life long before you were, then um, there's not much you can do about that, really. Um, so the best thing to do is, you know, check your self-esteem, at the door and um you need to trust him and you know as much as you can trust a guy and you know <laughs> i mean you get to know her because i think that that really works better i think um if you you know try to befriend her or try to be inclusive and if it's really uncomfortable while you're not there it's like first of all what are you doing that you need to see her all the time when I'm not around or whatever. Why can't you just come over when I get home from work and we can all hang out uh, or whatever? I mean, I would set boundaries, though, especially if it's really making me uncomfortable or if I'm noticing things when the two of them are together and I'm sitting there watching it. Because we all know the difference between two friends and two lovers, there is a distinct difference. Now, some people don't know the difference. They just think, well, if they're female, then, of course, he's grooming her. But I know the difference. And and um, you can tell by the way they talk to each other, by the way their personal space, all kinds of things. You can just general things. And, of course, woman's intuition. So, you know, if Shaquanda feels um, that, he, that something is, is fishy about this relationship, then she should seriously talk to him about it and set some boundaries with it. But to say get away from us or whatever is not a good idea at all. Okay. And Eminem, so you can play the role of Lamont. All right. And now keep in mind, this is a real-life situation with two 20-somethings here, right? So they're, they're kind of depending on your opinion here. If you're Lamont, <laughs> And Shaquanda comes to you saying that she's not happy about 
your best friend being around all the time. I mean, you know, your best friend even went to the movies with you all. You know, uh, I, I mean, what would be your approach to the situation to try to squash everything? All right, since it's real life, I, I'll try to be gentle as possible. Um, well, well, first of all, I would have to find out, and I'm, I'm dead serious. I would have to find out if they ever watched Brown Sugar or whatever, because if they watched that, if, if, <laughs> uh, that might really just make it difficult. But what what Lamont should do would be like if you know if if Sylvia is actually his best bud or whatever you know and and, and a lot of times you know I can understand you know people having uh, opposite gender especially if, you know if they have a lot in common or grew up together or you know uh, you know just have something that ties them or something uh, mm-hmm. but at the, at the same time you know us guys cute me and you you know uh, uh, at one point in time before we ever were. You know, just coming out of your teenage years and, you know, the first couple of college years or something like that, you know, even before a guy even go study or, or either get engaged or even get married, I mean, just by basically having just a, just a, a kicking it pretty hard girlfriend, you know, you don't have your, this this dude might be your best friend, but you ain't taking this nigga to the movies and shit. So my thing <laughs> is... The, Right. The best thing, the best thing Lamont can do, if it's nothing, if it's pure innocent, it was is to treat Sylvia like a damn nigga. Like, you know, treat Sylvia like Sam. I'm not taking Sam to the movies when we go out unless it's a double date. I'm not taking, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you know, me and Sam gonna kick it all the time. But kicking it means like where we, when we were roomies. We kicked it every day. Now that he know I got somebody, it's just like, dude, I can't, you know, man, we can't just chill out like this all the time. You know, I can't, mm-hmm. you know. So in my in my watered-down, honest opinion, you know, if Lamont really want to make this shit work or whatever and, and calm the situation down, he just need to treat Sylvia like he would Sam or Samuel or whatever, just like, you know, you, you don't have a dude everywhere when you, you know, meet a girl. I mean, even if you're at a club or something, man, you, you hollering at somebody pretty hard. You be like, you know, your boy just kind of smile. Like, oh, okay, man, nigga, we'll catch you tomorrow. Like that. You ain't sitting up here saying, well, shit, man. Uh, you know, if you're in room, you know, 112, I'm in room 113. What? You got somebody? Nah, man, I'm just going to wait on you. Hell no, nah, nigga, gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know. Why are you so, hanging around? <laughs> right. So if Sylvia is a buddy, make her ass be a buddy. Give her the buddy okay. treatment. <laughs> that is an excellent, excellent opinion there, sir. Let me go to the 910 area code, the Tar Heel State of North Carolina, but he's coming to us by way of the Lone Star State in Texas. He plays a doctor on the radio, Dr. Bobby Willis. How are you doing, sir? Hey, what's up, Q? What's going on, Q? So Eminem, how everybody doing tonight? What's up, Doc? Doing well. And man, Eminem just had me rolling with that comment. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> I mean, Bobby, you have anything to add to Lamont's side? If Lamont is truly just friends with Sylvia, and if he loves Shaquanda, how should he handle this? You know what? Uh, honestly, I was just in a situation like that myself uh, pretty recently, uh, and uh, my my uh, 
my youngest kid's mother. Me and her are like best, best friends. I'm talking about like when I was freaking down and out, didn't have nothing, she was taking a little bit she got, helped me out and things like that, right? And so, mm-hmm. you know, I just did a vow that I would never turn my back on her. Now, uh, I started seeing, this, uh, you know, this other girl, and, you know, this, all this was in Boston. I was seeing this other chick in Boston, and she, for the life of me, could not understand that me and her were just friends. And I tried to explain to her, if I wanted to be with her, I would be with her, and I wouldn't be talking to that, that female. So it's possible, but I will say it's very, very rare, though, because, you know, um, you know, a guy, you know, it's easy to, to you know, fall by the wayside and, and um, go there when you shouldn't go there. So it's one of those things that it's hard to, it's kind of hard to get a woman to believe that you can be, uh, you know, um, just friends. But I, I was just in that situation, and I told the young lady, I was like, you know, if you can't handle it, you know, I, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be uh, conducive to a relationship to have you hanging on to me if you can, you don't trust me. And then you know, you know, we just called it off. But um, it, it's possible, man. But it's hard though. It's, it's really hard to get another, uh, somebody of the opposite sex to see you as, especially a man, you know, who has a female friend that real close. Now, like Eminem yeah. said though, you know, and like Crystal said also. If y'all are just friends, you're not going to be going out and doing those things um, while you know your your significant other is at work or doing something else. You're going to do that you know, when she's around, or you're going to treat that female just like one of the boys. Okay, all right, good stuff, sir. And Crystal, back to you for a second, since you say you're so familiar with the role. Now you're Sylvia. Okay, you're Sylvia, and you realize that you're coming in between your best friend and his woman. What should be the responsible or the appropriate response to this? Well, for me, what I always did um, is I would, you know, give them more space. The thing is, anytime, whether it's a male or female, you know, as soon as my friends start dating or whatever, especially if they, you know, get married, um, then I know that I'm probably not going to see them that much anymore. And because a lot of times, you know, couples don't like single people hanging out with you, with them. Yeah. So, so, you know, you know, you're not going to see them much anymore and that's fine. And, um, kind of what Eminem was saying regarding, you know, why, why are you here? You know, I mean, I understand <laughs> you leave because first of all, you got to respect. If I care about my friends, then I respect their relationship. And I would respect their wife or girlfriend um, if the girlfriend was somebody real, not just some chick key screwing. I don't care about her. But, right. you know, the girlfriend or the wife, I respect that union. So, you know, I wouldn't be around. And if he came to me and said, look, you know, it's not me, it's her, she, you know, she's a little whatever, I'd be like, you know, whatever, I know, I know how it is. So... I see you when I see you, you know, whatever, you know. And then, you know, those relationships go down to just, you know, give them a call, you know, and every few weeks or a month say, hey, how you doing? Are you all right? you need anything? You know, that kind of thing. Right. You know, just check, I'm checking up on you. You're, you're cool. That's it. You know, because most women um, are, you know, they're protective over their relationship. And they're, they don't understand why, you know, a person is hanging around. And first of all, I wouldn't understand it whether it was male or female, though. I mean, I can see you 
being this person's friend, but why are they with us all the time? I mean, it it would make me want to bring another guy around and say, hey, I got a nice guy for you to meet or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Um, so that's kind of odd, though, when you were saying that they went to the movies and stuff like that. That's That's a little... That's taking it a bit far. Now, you may have done that when he was single, and that's what you did together. Um, but now that he has a lady, he's like, well, I'll find somebody else to go to the movies with. Because you need right. to find somebody else to go to the movies with. So, yeah, I would I would respect that relationship, and I would um, back away from it. And I would, um, as a girlfriend, I would ask, like I said, you have to have a conversation with your man and say, what is the deal here? Because I'm not being respected, apparently. And um, something's going on here that doesn't make any sense, you know. And if it doesn't make sense, <laughs> then it's, you know, it's probably yeah. a brown sugar situation if uh. it doesn't make sense. Because And the person wouldn't get offended by that. If they get offended, then there's something, then you want more than what your role is, which is a friend. And if you're a friend, you don't want to break up their relationship. I mean, because that, that'll hurt him, and I don't want to hurt him because he's my friend. So I, I can back away and and let him have his relationship. I mean. Okay. I like what everyone's saying so far, and I completely agree with it. Uh, as far as the movie thing, I think it was a situation, if I recall, where he had already said he was going to, the mo- to this particular movie with his friend, but then he started mm-hmm. dating Shaquanda. And that might have been their first or second date, I think, with the what? going to the movies together. I can't remember. Oh hell no! But <laughs> but Eminem, <laughs> let me put a monkey wrench in it now. Now Eminem, you don't have to be Lamont on this one. Um, Alright. What if I throw in the the caveat that Shaquanda finds out into the relationship after it had been denied on multiple occasions that. Sylvia and Lamont had actually slept together once, allegedly. <laughs> now it's all coming together. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, if, if if they already did the nasty one time, I mean, shit, <laughs> them vibes that strong, you know, if they if they, you know, can't stay apart like that, but they, uh, you know, ninety nine percent of the time they still screwing. So yep. Uh, and then uh, I'm I'm just curious. To know if Sylvia looks better than Jaquanda. You know that don't matter. I have no idea what Sylvia looks like. <laughs> that does not matter. Yeah. And that's yeah. true. That's true, Crystal. Yeah, I mean, guys, I mean, but, are different. Yeah, and, but see, the thing about it is, the thing about it is, where a lot of women are overly okay. Like, you take like if. Uh, if the, uh, if here the goes girlfriend, a preference, a precious reference. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's coming. If the girlfriend is, you know, uh, I don't know, Jada and the uh, and the friend is, you know, oh that's just Debbie down the street. Nah, nah, nah. That's just let's say it's his precious, right? Then it's like, oh, okay, you know, she's nice. I'm, you know, I mean, I know, I'm sure you guys, blah 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 blah. And especially if you're the type of dude that you know, known to have nicer looking girlfriends and all that so a lot of times they'll clearly look at that like yeah this is clearly a friend okay let's flip it over let's say the girlfriend is not necessarily precious but she's 
just plain, we'll call her plain Jane. And uh, Sylvia's just, like, off the chain. I'm talking about, like, Bonita Apple Bomb with the cherry on top. You know, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be some friction. It's going to be some, oh, yeah, right. I know this nigga trying to hit this if he, and then if he already hit it too, shit, hell no. Nah. Uh-uh. See, one thing about it, one thing about it, people can say all this is inside and it's the, you know, the thought, the count, and all that stuff. Nah, man, you know. Humans are animals. We just have a thumb and a and a conscience and an ability to reason. That's it. We are still animals, so we still had that animal attraction. So, um, somebody done threw a monkey wrench in the head one time. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can say, oh God, you know, what did we just do and all that? But you know, the next day you still fuck. The day after that you fucking again. So. <laughs> the only thing you can hope for is that you know that you're not on you know uh, Judge Lauren Lakes or Maury Povich or something you know a couple of years later. Uh-uh. That's the only thing you can hope for. And or Bobby, I'll let you have the last word on it, man. I mean, she's at a she's in a situation where you know they've talked they've talked before, and when she says she doesn't like the fact that old girl is around when she's not around. Um, she doesn't like the fact that sometimes she's around too much when she just wants to chill with him. Sylvia's there, and he's not in a rush to get rid of her or whatever. Um, and when she approaches him about it, he takes, you know, gets defensive, takes Sylvia's side a lot of times, you know, saying that she's being unfair. So what options would you give Shaquanda as far as what she should do? Um, I mean, what would you suggest? If this were your daughter, well, I mean, if that was my daughter, I mean, I would simply tell her, she's going to have to tell him, you know, hey, look, you know, you're going to have to assign some kind of, you know, prioritization to the situation. I mean, you know what I'm saying? What's more important to you? Is it your friend's feelings or is it mine? You know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, I mean, there is no way in hell if, if, if a woman that I love and a woman that I plan on spending my life with, you know, if she comes to me telling me she's uncomfortable with a situation then, you know, as her man, I'm going to do what I can to try to alleviate some of those pains. Now, I'm not saying go and get rid of Shaquana and all that, but, you know, Shaquana's going to have to understand, look, this is my lady. You know, so you're going to, you know, we're going to have to, you know, back off a little bit or whatever it takes, you know, and uh, and make that happen. Now, all this stuff about going to the movies and, and getting offens- uh, uh, defensive when, you know, he's confronting and stuff, you know, all those signs are, are not helping him at all. It's, it's making him look even more guilty, so... I mean, and at the same time, if that don't work, then she might need to talk that relationship up and let him go ahead and uh, hang out with his friend. Okay. All right. Well, um, hopefully that helps. That's the um, unbiased opinions from three of my show legends. And if they don't know, then nobody knows or whatever. I mean, I, I, I agree. Hey, Q, I got one more. Uh-uh. Go I got one more. I got one more piece of advice. Now you can also fight fire with fire, you know. So, you know, you you find, you know, you you go back to your you know old high school yearbook or whatever, and you know you dig up a friend and say, okay, well shit, you know, hell, I bring somebody to this damn movie too, you know, and uh, and you know, and you know, you see the reaction now. If 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 dude cool with it, he probably ain't thinking about your ass. 
See, guys are territorial. <laughs> you know, we want our cake and eat ice cream too. So we, if the yeah. guy, if he really in love with you, he ain't gonna sit up there with another nigga. He ain't wanna hear all that shit. You know, uh, and 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 if this dude is a cousin, he better be a first cousin because he's still gonna give everybody a hard time. So you know, <laughs> you, you 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 can test the water. You know. <laughs> You know, okay. Just try to get somebody level headed so nobody won't get to, you know, fighting or something. But, uh, you know, but hell, but, you know, if see if you can come go everywhere with y'all, then, you know, shit, then. Uh, Show can stand, you know, huh? Right. Uh, 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 Kwame can come with y'all, too. Shit. Or <laughs> uh, uh, Leroy. Leon. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, well, hopefully this helps them and they can get it resolved and, uh, Get something figured out. I mean, I've I've given them my two cents on this, so I figured I'd toss it to you all, so that way it can be an unbiased opinion uh, coming from three of the show legends, full of knowledge, people who have been through relationships enough to know how things work and how things turn out. And most of the time, it's one of those situations like uh, Crystal was alluding to, if it walks like a duck, (laughs) quacks like a duck, Doggone it, it's a duck. The duck so, baby. Yeah. Did somebody say Twa? The movie Twa? No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ain't telling you don't screw. Screwing uh. <laughs> But uh All right. So let me go ahead and get ready to wrap things up and it's funny that you chose the name Shaquanda because that's very close to her mom's name. But oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, on next week, let's see. Well, actually, I have a podcast that's coming out tomorrow. It's a Q on one with Amanda, show legend Amanda. And just like the one I did with Crystal and Amy, it's starting to discuss women's history and other women's topics from her point of view. And then I also have one coming out with Lady T, which should be out either on Friday or Saturday. For the next live show, it will be on the 14th. How do you turn a city around? It takes a look at the starting points that politicians can make to fix their communities. You know, do you start with the infrastructure? Do you start with the schools? Do you start with jobs? Do you start with recreational activities? Um, And, Crystal, I know with you being in Detroit and, um, you know how they're trying to restore things there. Here in Jackson, it's a mess in Jackson right now. It is a mess. I mean, we have water mains breaking every other block. The potholes are so bad that, I mean, you know, you have to have a moon rover to get to work. It is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Wow. And, you know, we have, um, I think they said over like 13,000 abandoned houses in Jackson and it's just terrible. So it's like, where do you start? We'll talk about that uh, next Tuesday show. And then on next Wednesday, we'll talk about the selfie stick. You know, is it cool or is it narcissistic to actually have a stick you keep in your purse or pocket that extends out to help you take full body shots on your cell phone? So all of that next week on the Talk to T radio show. No experts, just opinions. All right, when you give your final thoughts, um, I I want you all to comment on something. Kendrick Lamar was recently attacked verbally. Um, His his credibility and his character as a black man 
because he's dating a light-skinned black woman. And this really just blew me away. I mean, I've heard people go ham on folks for dating a white woman or an Asian woman or someone outside of their race, and I'm not saying that's right. But this woman is still black. Her dad is black, and her mom is half black. So she's 75% black, which, you know, only takes 1% to be black in the eyes of Americans. And people are going in on him saying that he's not who we say he is or not who he's trying to represent because he's dating a light-skinned chick. So you can comment on that and give your final thoughts on tonight's show. And, Bobby, I'll let you go first. Uh, Good show. I did catch the first segment. Um, You know, it was very informative about the uh, GMOs and uh, organic foods and things like that. and uh, uh, the second part was pretty good also, um, talking about the, uh, helping that that couple out. Uh, for that young lady, you know, get rid of the situation uh, or, you know, give him an ultimatum because it, right now it's not going to end up well for either person. Uh, as far as the thing with Kendrick Lamar, my understanding is reading up on it. I think that he uh, this is his high school sweetheart. So it doesn't matter if he's singing and rapping about, uh, and champion dating uh, dark skin women and things like that. If that's his high school sweetheart, I, I don't I don't see what people got a problem with. And, and you know, that's just granularly. And, you know, overall, though, on a macro level, she like you said, she is still a black woman. So I don't, I don't get what the uh, you know the, the the sensitivity about this situation is, is for. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I think a lot of that. Um, Stem from this woman who I think she calls herself the what the um, was dark skin activist or something like that. Uh, but I think I think it's silly. I think that um, that doesn't take away from his credibility or nothing he's said. He's always championed the dark skin women in his music or, or any black woman for that matter. So I just think it's all hogwash to be honest with you. Okay, <laughs> he said hogwash. That's a Texas term. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I appreciate that, Dr. Willis. And Eminem? Oh, man. I, I, I can't hardly get my final thoughts together after hearing that. <laughs> I mean, first of all, whoever this damn group is that's saying something like that, they seriously need to read the Willie Lynch letter, and they need to read it and go to bed and get up and read it again. You know, that is purely asinine to the 10th degree. That is bullshit in Mississippi terms. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I mean, number one, you know, the people that are saying that about him for dating a life scale, I mean, damn. To me, if you got a tenth of 1%, I still consider you black. Matter of fact, I don't even acknowledge biracial people. It's no disrespect to the the other parent, but I'm just like, you know, I don't see no difference. I said it on the show a couple of times, but that's just my own opinion. Uh, black is black, but light skin is definitely black. Uh, but where were these people when Michelle Obama became Michelle Obama from Michelle whatever her last name was? She, she married a dude that's 50% <laughs> White technically, on you know, well, you know, I don't consider them half white because I don't consider people biracial white or anything. I consider them black, but you, you can't straddle the fence. You can't throw Kendra Lamar on the bus and then turn around and say, "Oh, we got a black president." Well, if you call him black, then this this dude girl black too. 
What's your fucking problem? That's that's right. that's some self esteem issues that make us look stupid to these damn white folks. That is, man, I wish I could slap that bitch in the face. That's dumb. But um, <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. sorry I'm, I'm retired. I, I'm retired. I'm I'm retired. So, so for those who've been tuning in. You know, to the Crystal Show. I, I am retired, so I, I ain't, I ain't laid these said, hands on the motherfucker in a long time. Yeah, but, uh, said, it could be the left hand or the right hand. I'm by slaps you all. Hell right. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know, and then, the, you know, uh, with Lamont, Sylvia, and uh, Moesha, whatever, I, I, you know, with their situation, you know, I, I, I just, you know, you know, I'm just like, damn, you know. Uh, on the month's end, if he's screwing both of them, it's the best of both worlds. But you know, but um, but the the woman, unless she got some kind of low self esteem, I mean, you know, shit, you know, just kind of like Bobby said, you know, like you know, tomato, tomato. If you say tomato, then you know, I see you tomorrow, man. We cool, but it's over. Bye, fuck yeah. it, you know, you know, I I can I can do whatever. You know, I I got niggas that are, you know, damn near leave speaking to their mama for me, so I ain't got to put up with this shit, you know. But you know, um. Uh, that's what I would tell a young lady that's a, maybe a family member. Now, anybody else, I'm, I'm always going to be on the dude's side. But uh, <laughs> uh, great show, man. You know, I love having Arcadia on. I didn't have no idea she was in our area here, Q. So yeah, uh, definitely yeah. get her back on again. Um, she's uh, from she's Miami, been, but she she resides in Ridgeland. Okay. And uh, she sounds like she's really uh, got her stuff together and, and I love it when people are passionate about it. Kind of like the the uh, the psychologist uh, 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 that was on here a couple of weeks ago with the mind stuff, you know. Oh, uh, Herman S. J. R. You know. Right, right. So, so um, you know, once again, you found somebody who just not just saying something they do. They actually seem to live it and love it and and like sharing it with everybody. And that people like that is just. You know, just it's very energizing when you hear people that that say what they mean, mean what they say, and they you know they live it, believe it, and conceive it. You know, what I'm saying, oh damn, I'm starting to get into my game. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> man, damn, you just felt the felt the felt the chill go there, just by <laughs> right, man. I feel the wind starting to blow. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, but uh, yeah, great show, man, and uh, uh, you know, if um, one one more piece of advice for that that you know that couple that's trying to figure out what's going on or whatever, you know, hopefully I can help the situation out if you know if, if they go ahead and pass thirteen thirteen. You know, Le, Le, you know when Lamont decided what he was gonna do. Shit, he, I mean, you know, he he done had whatever and did whatever. You know that filter. You turn that filter on, everything purified. You know, just like sending through Britta. You know what I'm saying? Everything you want. Everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> All right, I appreciate it, Eminem. All no right, doubt, no doubt. And Crystal, shut it down for me, please, ma'am. Okay. Um, a good show. Lots of great information regarding um organics and uh, a lot of 
Well, one thing I didn't know, I didn't know that about the, um, what was it, Vaseline? I didn't know that was bad for you. <laughs> yeah, I just bought a new thing of it. So I got to throw it away. Yeah, huh? I mean, I uh, <laughs> I don't use it on my skin like that, but, you know, you always got to have Vaseline. You never know when you might need it. But anyway, that's uh-uh. <laughs> 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 Damn. All right, moving on. Damn. Um, <laughs> As far as the couple is concerned, um, like I said, it's, it's all about respect. If she's really her, his friend, then she wouldn't. She would respect him and his relationship. And for her, um, for the girlfriend, if she's not being respected um, by him, then yeah, you know, kick rocks. <laughs> you know, move it, move it along. You know, you got who you want, apparently. So let me find somebody just as great. Let me find a best friend, you know, um, because it sounds to me as if, you know, she is being disrespected, especially if he's not willing to, you know, tell her, his friend or whatever, to back off a little bit. So Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, regarding Kendrick Lamar, um. <laughs> uh, well, we're talking about this tomorrow night on the show, actually, colorism, and we have a lot of it in our, you know, within our own race. I do think it's ridiculous. I think um, just because, you know, you're you're dark skinned doesn't mean you're any blacker than anybody else, you know, who's lighter skinned. Um, and you know, I mean, is there some sort of test you have to take? You know, you know, have the paper bag test so. I mean, what kind of taste? A charcoal test to see if you're black enough? I mean, I think that's ridiculous. I think uh, I think it's a, you know, it's, it's all about self-esteem, you know, really. To be, you know, and, and I hate when Bingo. a uh, I hate when a um, black person says, you know, you're lighter skinned, so they're why do you go? Why are you going out with a red bone or whatever they used to call them? And why do you, you know, I mean, why aren't you with this girl with short hair and dark skin? As if that makes this person, you know, down or something. I mean, I think that's ridiculous. It really is. I mean, it's stupid. Yeah, that's, hey, that's, that's knowledge there. That's knowledge there. I mean, because, I mean, you have a, um, I mean, we're all black. Okay, we're all mutts in this country, and um, I mean, I mean, even the person who has dark skin may have um, white in them or whatever, and they don't realize it, you know. Uh, so, but anyway, I just think that's ridiculous a uh, uh, statement to make. And yes, what about the president? Hello, <laughs> I mean, he's light skinned, did it so? So maybe Michelle ain't that down, you know. She went with the light brother, you know. Why didn't she go out? Right, with the she's real a traitor. Yeah, she's a traitor to the, you know, the darker sisters. Right. So, I mean, come traitor. on, it's just it's ridiculous. So she should have went after um, Wesley Snipes. Right, right, right. I, I know <laughs> Wesley Snipes is down. Right, and this <laughs> so damn ignorant. Because two dark-skinned people in America could have light-skinned kids all the time. Hell yeah. Because ain't none of us us pure black. Ain't none of us pure black over here. That's so damn ignorant. So so that's that's 
So, yeah, I'm definitely going to uh, talk about that tomorrow night with uh, about Kendrick because that's crazy. I know I heard a little bit about it this, uh, today, but um, I didn't really read up on it. But, yeah. Just jealous. He's just jealous. Okay. Like and who's on your show tomorrow? What was her? How do you pronounce her name? Um, Nin, um, Ningo <laughs> Muki. <laughs> she's Kenyan. Okay. And okay. Um, she's an animator and, you know, does her well, own. She's Kenyan and she's down for the cause, too. She definitely is. And she uh, <laughs> makes some really good points um, regarding her um, movie called um, Yellow Fever, which is. But these women are actually bleaching their skin to be. Oh, uh, that's a difference. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, but it's all the same. You know, would you, we do that. We, you know, so anyway, I'm, I'm going to have my show tonight. But anyway, but anyway, um, good show. Um, great topics. And, hey, hey, um, Q. Or, or Crystal. Uh, Thank you, man. Question for both of y'all. Are y'all going to have a, a, a segment about the, the brother got shot in the back eight times? That bullshit? Are we going to have anybody going to uh, that? I had thought about this, discussing it. I um uh, I really didn't know what exactly to talk to say about it because I mean it, it seems so cut and dry. But then again, they all seem kind of cut and dry. But I saw mm-hmm. the video. Well, I, I guess from the, I guess from the context of 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 just when you think things are oh okay, well maybe from the perspective of okay, see this is what we're talking about for all the people that thought that. Trayvon Martin was a exaggerated situation, or Ferguson was exaggerated, or New York. You know, it's like, like we want to go sort of in the sense of we want to go forward, but you know, like I said, not ninety five percent, but five percent of people that's holding on to old bullshit do exist for the people who think that nobody's like that, and you know, yeah, right. and uh, cases pop up, and uh, I'm sure Kristen and Bobby probably not heard about it. They had this guy. In a uh, small town here, Mississippi, you know, this dude had killed a white chick and went to prison for it. And all of a sudden, uh, a month ago, they find him hanged and shit, and they claim it was a suicide. But you know, it's like everybody just right. But he's so like, high up yeah, in the right. tree, right? And there wasn't no chair, right? So, <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, that might be something they get into. Uh, Next week, depending on what the me- which direction the media takes this Eminem, but I mean, it's a sad story. I really feel bad for that guy's parents. I mean, regardless if he was a criminal or not, he just he just got gunned down, and it made me think about um, uh, NWA. I remember NWA had a song when you know I think Rand talked about <laughs> cop put the gun to his head, and um, what was oh cop put the gun in my head said nigga start running, you know. Right. <laughs> And, you know, because the cop wanted him to run to give him a reason, you know. Right. So, um, I mean, I don't... That shit happened way more than what people think. It's just that, like I say, it got caught on tape. And uh, I don't know, maybe one of y'all can spin a show on the the, the advantages of camera phones beyond just, you know, selfies, since we're going to be talking about the selfie stuff. Like, you know, some of this bullshit getting caught on tape, too, by regular citizens, you know. Yeah, which I, if I'm that citizen, man, I would have been kind of afraid for my life after seeing something like that. I couldn't have hung around like this person did. I mean, I'm glad they got it all on tape, but after you see somebody gun somebody down like that, man, I think you got to get ghosted, for real. Well, I, I tell you what, after he got gunned down, 
Nah, they better they better fry this damn white boy to kill all these people in Boston. Because, like I said, man, yeah, I was yeah. venomous about how the justice system is on this show so many times. And just to reiterate my points, even though this ain't the forum for them right now, but for y'all listeners out there, I've been saying the same shit for the last four, five years, well, three, four years, of how the justice system here sucks. You had people lined up to see Tukey Williams executed, and it wasn't even definitive evidence in anything. Now, I'm not saying this guy was no angel or nothing like that, but but there's no question about who was the Boston Bombers. There was no question about who shot up the theater in Colorado. You know, the, the shit is clear-cut. What's the damn problem? You right. Know? Hmm. But you know the thing with Tookie though is the fact that he he was he had the power to reach those young boys and they didn't want that. That's why that's right. why they finished exactly. the trigger, exactly. You know? exactly. But I, I'm sure saying if, if it's based on just the crime, then how in the hell do you let a a a, a, a homeland terrorist, you know, not fry like a damn uh, piece of chicken in the south? You know what I'm saying? That this bullshit. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. Influenced and by like I said, brother, if I, I mean, get a chance to, to talk about it, maybe next week. Um, and I, I mean, it's just one of those topics where I mean, it's just it's just a sad story, you know. And we keep having these stories pop up every other month, but uh, you know, nothing's ever done about it. That's just the sad, the sad reality of it. Nothing's ever done about it. We talk about it, the people, you know, march and all that other stuff, and then nothing ever happens. Uh, someone else gets shot again. So, but all right, I appreciate you all joining the show. My thanks to my guest, Miss Arcadia Dario, my sponsors from the Crystal Show, which can be heard on Blog Talk Radio tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern. My thanks to TaxPro1000.com, Show Legends, Tweet Chatters for participating on tonight's show. The upcoming show schedule can be found at TalkToQ.com. If you want to hear previous shows, then subscribe to me on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And get caught up. Everyone have a great night. Enjoy the rest of your week. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. Caller, go ahead. I was told that I was a man-eater. I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Now, let me bring Amanda on the line. I didn't realize she was holding there. Amanda, what's going on? Hey, Q. Hey, everybody. Does that make sense? I like that. I'm going to say that again one day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant. (laughs) Follow Q, guys. Thanks. Peace out.